Good morning, Rabbi. Morning, Joe. And I see you dressed for the occasion. Let's skip the formalities and go straight to the question. Vaccine or not vaccine? It's been knocked back and forth in the press, in the media, and in lunchrooms and bars everywhere. Now, we know how you feel about it, but I have a feeling you have more to say. Watching the news this morning, and the data continues to come in, and the data is overwhelming. ICUs are filled with people who are unvaccinated. Yes, if you get the vaccine, you may get some symptoms from minor to a little more severe. Every year we get seasonal flu shots, which are only 40 to 50% effective. And yet when we get the flu, we get a, a milder case than if we didn't have the vaccine. Polio has almost disappeared. Whooping cough almost disappeared. Smallpox almost disappeared, all through vaccines. Now the data is overwhelming. Children are dying because schools do not have a mask mandate. I'm not, don't believe me, look at the statistics. Look at the areas, look at the states. And the more time passes, the more the data is overwhelming. Unvaccinated are filling ICUs. Alaska is asking for extra medical care, not for heart attacks, not for type two diabetes, not even for cancer. It's unvaccinated. And the evidence is overwhelming. I'm listening to the news and I remembered something from 45 years ago when I started at the psychiatric hospital as one of the chaplains, our infection control nurse, our infection control coordinator, B. Colchin, who was an RN, had the campaign about washing hands, continually washing hands, because it's, if you don't, you're spreading infection. And she would start with someone who, maybe you have heard of Semmelweis, maybe not, it's not a household name, Ignatz Philip Semmelweis. He was a Hungarian physician and scientist, and he was in Vienna. And there were two hospitals there. One was the teaching hospital that had the best doctors, the scientists, and the maternity ward. The second hospital that he worked at was mostly staffed by midwives. And he was the only physician, and he was just doing research. He wasn't even, quote, staff at the other hospital. He noticed the death rate of infants. We're in the mid-19th century now. He watched something fascinating. He noticed that one facility had no deaths of infants. The other facility was like 80 to 90% were dying. And you know where I'm going with this. It was the hospital of the midwives. They had one or no infant deaths. The other facility, the state of the art with the best physicians had a obscene rate. It was actually, the mortality rate was three to four times. And so he published his findings and he, he wanted to know what the difference was. The midwives washed their hands between births. 
the doctors in the other hospital were practicing Civil War medicine. Bring in the next patient, I'm ready. The infant mortality rate was through the ceiling. And so he published his findings. The hand washing he instituted at the premier facility. As soon as he got physicians washing their hands, the mortality rate of infants dropped below 1% instantly. There was no waiting period, no waiting period. The infant mortality rate dropped when they washed their hands. Oh, but Samuel ah, uh, he was a radical because his scientific observances, his medical opinion was the opposite of what was in vogue. The medical community rejected washing hands. But they did it anyway? For a while. They did it for a while, but doctors were offended by suggesting and they mocked him. So in 1865, his opponents got a court order and had him committed to an insane asylum because obviously he was crazy. Because, because you don't wash your hands. This is insult. Why should I get vaccinated? It's against my religion. It's against my beliefs. The medical community had him committed. And the guards at the facility considered him free game. Um, they beat him incessantly. And you can look up Samuel Weiss. It's all documented. He died two weeks after being in the, in the mental hospital. Fascinating. So, yeah, but that just proves you shouldn't wash your hands and talk about it. Exactly. Now, we're all familiar with Joseph Lister because some of us use a product called Listerine. <laughs> and we're also familiar with Louis Pasteur because we pasteurize milk. And these two individuals confirmed germ theory. Samuel Weiss promoted germ theory before it was in vogue. And the medical establishment and the population railed against him and the deaths increased. It's identical to what's going on with the vaccine now. We have anti-vaxxers who are screaming and the data is there. Just but to like be fair, that's not the medical community that's screaming that. No, it's not the medical. I have heard doctors. I have heard people on Fox News. I have heard physicians on Fox News say that it's a hoax. Now, it's not the medical community as a whole, but it's enough of the medical community to reinforce the belief that Samuel Weiss fought germ theory. The data is there. Masks, no matter how imperfect they are, will block some from leaving the person and some from entering. It's enough. It's the same as Samuel Weiss found by washing the hands. He didn't get rid of all the infant deaths but they drop below 1%. It's the same with the mass. It's the same with the vaccine. It's, it's not 100%. No vaccine's 100%. However, the rates drop. And when I've never contracted smallpox, I've never got dengue fever. I've never gotten any of the things that uh, polio. None of the things I've had a vaccine for, I've ever, ever had contracted. The vaccines work. They work among thousands of us. Samuel Weiss proved germ theory.
but there were enough people to fight him and it led to the deaths of infants. There were people fighting the vaccine. It's leading to the deaths of our children. Well, you've convinced me, Rabbi, but my only question remains, what do I do with this five gallon jug of horse dewormer? I understand that there's a shortage and a lot of veterinarians are looking for it. In fact, it's worth a lot of money to the veterinarian community because they need to treat a lot of horses. Well, there you go. I knew it was a wise investment when I bought it. And speaking of wise investments, I know that listening to you is always a wise investment in time and wisdom. Thank you so much, Rabbi. You're very welcome, Joe.